Welcome, everybody, to We Geek Podcast. Today is March uh, 14th, is it? Jeez, I'm so <laughs> out of the loop right now. No, you got um, Episode 134. Uh, my name is Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Yeah, hello. And how's your week been, man? Oh, uh, you know, another week. Another week? <laughs> yeah. Just, Same uh, here. You know, traffic at one job, falling ceiling tiles at the other. You know, it's fun, really. <laughs> Falling ceiling titles. Well, I got to hear about this. What we happened? had we had snow uh, earlier this week, Ooh. and and it wasn't a lot, but there was. I mean, between the roads from that, I mean, our town did not. I, I don't know what Statesville was thinking, but they did not treat the roads before the snow that we had. And, you know, again, it wasn't much, but a little bit is enough, especially, you know, and this is a refrain everybody has wherever they live, especially with the way people drive around here. Um, so that was fun and uh, got to work at my theater job and was sweeping up one of my first theaters. And I thought, God, what is this crap on the floor? It's it's heavy. And <laughs> I looked at it and I thought, oh, I know what this is. And I had that kind of moment of just like slowly looking up and about half a ceiling tile had come down. Didn't hit anybody. didn't hurt anybody. You know, no harm, no foul. Cause it was during one of the movies that like nobody comes to see. So it wasn't a big deal. That's cool. <laughs> and they've had, and they've had roofers there since I mean, this was just a few days ago, but they've already gotten it taken care of. Um, yeah. I, I think the next day. Um, oh, that's good. And, uh, but, but yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. Um, <laughs> so, so I've got, to, I don't, the, nobody will hear this before I get to work tomorrow, probably, but I bought a hard hat as a joke. I'm going to wear it to work tomorrow. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's funny. You should but, still uh, get in trouble. <laughs> uh, no, they'll look at it and they'll just go, really? Go, right. go take, go take that off. Really? Right. Like, <laughs> it's not a bad idea, but go take it off anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. My week's kind of sucked uh, as well. Uh, my my phone for a while now the screen was cracked. Like yeah. the top of it, but it was it was okay. It's whatever. The screen's cracked, and you know the price of getting it repaired was kind of crazy. So, but then it got really bad. Uh, top part of it chipped off. Oh, <laughs> I was like, all right, I gotta do something about this. And then the entire top part just came off. Wow, damn. So I had to go get a new phone and drop a fortune on it, but uh, got a pretty good deal. Um, uh, so just been kind of dealing with that. So that's never fun. It, it's kind of a it, – it, well, it is and it isn't. It's fun to get a new gadget, but it, it sucks when you have to get a new gadget, if that makes sense. Yeah. I, it's a different experience than like, oh, here's a gift – Here's the new gadget, or you know what? I'm gonna go get one of those new gadgets. No, 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 no. It's when it when something completely breaks, and it's your lifeline. Oh man! Yeah. But I've just been messing with that, uh, sending an emojis to people I know. Um, but 
uh, yeah, other than that, I've just been busy working, 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 putting as much overtime as I can right now while it's available. <clears throat> watch some fast lane, watch some rebels. I got about halfway through the season. I, uh, you know, we talked about last episode. I accidentally bought the season, so I <laughs> uh, ended up watching like seven or eight episodes, and then uh, I forgot what happened. I think I fell asleep, and you know, I got to get back to it. Uh, watch some um, uh, Jessica Jones. We can talk about later. Uh, I didn't watch the full thing, so might not be able to go full spoiler. I'm just so far behind with stuff. There's just there's my problem is there's not enough time in the day and then the day i get a break i have to be doing like i'm doing something yeah i always get conned into well i just have to go over to do this one appointment and then suddenly it's 7 30 p.m and i'm like what the hell i'm not even home yet and then when <laughs> i get home it's this or that or someone wants to play you know uh, some monster hunter and uh, there's just not enough. I need like a good week off to just kind of relax, get caught up with some of the stuff I want to get caught up with, you know, do my errands. It's uh, frustrating. <laughs> yeah. I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah. There's so many shows I want to watch right now that I just ugh, like Jessica Jones, rebels and altered carbon all on my to-do list. Um, but and we're now we're getting to where movies are going to be coming out every week. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to see Annihilation. I know you saw it, right? I did. Yeah, I finally uh I finally got into a, a an early enough I finally got there early enough, you know, they they had a screening time just so cuz usually like I can't show up like before work to a showing just because the timing is wrong. Either it's going to end half an hour after my shift's supposed to start or it's going to end two hours before my shift starts and I don't want to drive all the way back and then up there again and I don't want to just stay there two hours you know it's just it, but I finally I had there was one that was timed perfect so I got to see it and it's I, I agree with what the I think it was a director who had said we may, was kind of disappointed about the Netflix deal because yeah. they've got worldwide distribution rights like I think like right now it's on Canada it's on Netflix everywhere that's not US. Right. Um, and I know they were kind of bummed about that because they were like, we made a movie specifically for theaters. Like, he wasn't, like, taking a dump on Netflix. He was just saying, we didn't right. make a movie to be watched on a small screen. We made a movie for the big screen. And he was oh. right about that. Uh, yeah. That that much I'll give you. It was definitely made for the big screen. Yeah, I don't want to know anything else about it. I know in the trailer they showed some things. The trailer shows I, you nothing. It tells you nothing. Right. It it shows you like, wow, this looks pretty, and that's all it, it. That's really all it tells you. Right, right. It tells you kind of how like why she would be going in there, and that's really it. And and then it, I, everything else is a mystery. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and so I kind of like that. And yeah, I just I need to get I, like I said, I'm being pulled in a million directions. And was just not <laughs> not fun this week, but uh, that's definitely a movie I want to be seeing before um, you know before Ready Player One and all these other movies flood the theater. Annihilation is on my to do list. Um, yeah, Ready, uh, Ready Player One's been getting some fairly solid reviews. Yeah, so, I saw that. I, yeah, I notice how everybody's just kind of saying, you know what, this is a very Spielberg film, and I love that because that's what I wanted. Like, it's not. Because right. if you look at, at Spielberg films, they're not 
they are their own kind of cinematic masterpiece. Like, they're not... But why are people surprised? That's what I, I don't well, understand. Well, I, I think because we haven't seen Spielberg do... Look, what was the last quote-unquote Spielberg kind of Spielberg movie we got? Well, Indiana Jones. Right, you're, you're right. Yeah. The last one he tried to do classic Spielberg failed. Yeah, it, uh, and it did not go... It And it right. didn't have the fun of, like, an old-school Spielberg film. Because, look, I, I... You know... A lot of Spielberg films are, are they have their own feel to them. I'm I'm trying to, I'm trying to find a polite way to say they're not cinematic masterpieces without <laughs> downplaying the fact that they're really, they are fun and entertaining without being empty. I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this. What you got? Um, <laughs> I don't think the 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 Crystal Skull was as bad as a lot of people said it was. Hang on. I, it is bad. I gotta get it, my it hard is, head. <laughs> yeah. It is it is it is not good. Um but there are there are definitely moments in the movie that are very Spielberg. Like there, when he's at the beginning that whole beginning scene where they're doing that adventure through the uh you know, with all the boxes and him falling through the, the, the Jeep and punching the like those are all very Spielberg moments and those are those are feathered throughout the film. Yeah. It was the story that was just terrible. Yeah. Um but his touch to it, I don't think I, his direct I, I don't know how to explain it. It it's not that it's it was the writing to me that was bad in that film, not the not how they went about it. Because I don't know, it, there was moments of that where I felt very Spielberg, and then there were moments where you're like, "Why did you do this?" Yeah. Um, with Ready Player One, I I see it as it, he didn't write it or anything, correct? Spielberg didn't write the movie. No, uh, Klein and because Klein worked on the screenplay with somebody else. I'll look it up here, but I, no, I don't think it was Spielberg. Yeah, so so I don't think it will have that. I didn't expect it to have that kind of problem. I just I expected it to be way more, you know, just just different, but with his touch to it, the way the way he touches those kind of films, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm, you know, when we saw the trailer, I was really take. I I guess I didn't know what I was what I wanted to expect or what I thought I was going to expect knowing that the movie is mostly CGI for most of it. Um, and it makes perfect sense, you know, just thinking about it and everything, why it would be like that. It caught me off guard at first and I wasn't that, I was like, Oh, you know, I don't know about this. The second trailer sold me, yeah. really sold me on it. Um, and it's good. I'm glad people go out of that and they're like, you know, I don't think anyone is saying it's the, you know, this is a 10 out of 10. A lot of the ones I saw were like, Oh, this is an eight you know this is this is classic spielberg get ready to go in get ready to laugh get ready to have a, a good adventure and you know walk out of the theater with a smile on your face and that's all i ask for for that kind of film you know what i mean yeah no that's that's all i want yeah so um, um so the uh the guy that that uh, klein's working on the screenplay with is a guy named zach penn uh if that uh, name okay. sounds familiar he's got a story yes. credit on the last action hero he was a co-writer on uh, X2 mm -hmm. and, you know, X-Men The Last Stand. We won't hold that one against him. Uh, right. He also... Avengers. He also... I was going to say, he also co-wrote with... Uh, co-wrote the story for The Avengers. Right. With, uh, with Whedon. Mm -hmm. So I, you know... Uh, and he created Alphas 
on TV. And I mean, you know, I'm so I'm it, this he's is, a nerd. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. And that, that's what I you know, that's I that's, you know, he, all of those comic book movies and everything. That's that's what you want. So that's cool. That's good news. That's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see that that movie. It comes out in a few weeks, doesn't it? It comes like, out in a week. In a week. OK, yeah. So I need to see. An, OK, so, yeah, I need to see an no, two weeks, two weeks. My bad. Two weeks. OK. So my plan is is in some time between now and the next podcast to go see Annihilation. I'm going to try and do that on my day off. I, I um, do that fast because I don't know how many theaters it's still going to be in because there's three coming out this week. I'm sure uh, it will be at AMC um, this I, week. I, how many how, how many screens is Altamont? 18? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, um, that, that's that's fair. Um, it'll probably be at a weird time though. It'll probably be a daytime screening. Yeah. So what I'll do, I'll probably just go on a Friday anyway, just to be on the safe side and it's playing on Friday. Okay, good. So I can go at like 11 AM on Friday. Probably won't be anyone in the theater. Uh, (laughs) that's perfect. There you go. Yeah. What are the big movies coming out this week? Uh, this week, Tomb Raider, Love, Simon, and I Can Only Imagine. That is a strange twist of irony right there. <laughs> oh, I might make a double feature and go see Tomb Raider. I, you may be one of the few. I don't expect this to really? be a very busy movie. I don't. I, I really don't. I wish I it did w- like the last trailer. I, it's, I, I hope this movie is good um, and that and that it gets good word of mouth because I don't think it's going to have a, a really strong opening. I think I think it does a wrinkle in time numbers if it's lucky. Right. And that's, you know, 30, like just a little over 30 million. And I think that that may be high. Mm. Um, I just because I don't see a lot of excitement for this. Every time yeah, I've been in a theater and seen somebody watch the trailer, like nobody, nobody's been excited for this um, mm-hmm. that I have seen. And I, you're right. I just, I just hope it's good. And I worry about that. Right. Um, it's, you know, um, Alicia Vikander is tremendous. She was in uh, Ex Machina. Yeah, that was her in Ex Machina. And, okay. uh, and good and creepy and like all the featurettes I've seen have shown like they've really thrown into this film and mm. I just hope it pays off. But I, I think this may, I think this may be another Warcraft in terms of, of like, yeah. we're really excited for this and nobody else is. Right. I'm just shocked Warcraft wasn't bigger. I'm shocked that it was just huge in China. China ate it up. They ate it up how I thought we might have big, because big CG movies over there. See, they love big CG films in China. Yeah, but so do we. Some of the biggest movies we have are CG. Look at Avatar, That's biggest true. movie on the planet, and look That's how true. look how big that how how much that relied on CGI. We like CGI just as much as the rest of the world. Yeah, but I, I just think... I. There's that stigma still here. Well, here's the thing. The rest of the world doesn't get every movie like we do. So when they oh, get a true. when they get a big film, when they get something that's like, here's a big film with a lot of special effects, they don't get one every week like we do. Hell, we get sometimes two or three every week. So right. we're, we're really jaded about it. They are yeah. not. They see this and they go, oh, damn, this looks, you know, this looks amazing. We have to go see this. Um, mm-hmm. 
they're starting to slowly get a little more saturated and i think eventually that 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 the market in china is going to start to look more like the market here in terms of people are just going to stop showing up every week for the same reasons they get to be picky Mm. um but that's gonna that's gonna take some time but we're we're gonna get there eventually yeah no you're absolutely right yeah yeah i man yeah i might i might see that i might see friday might see yeah because there's not that much out that i'd want to see i kind of wanted to see red sparrow but no kind of want to see game night but i can wait for that um i'm just for some reason not really interested in wrinkle in time um yeah i don't know and then you said we got uh, ready player one in two weeks what comes out next week uh, next, I was just looking it up. Uh, Pacific Rim, that's our that's our big one next week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's next the big one. Next, okay. Yeah. Next week's got a weird list because uh, it's it's Pacific Rim two, it's Midnight Sun, it's Sherlock Gnomes, and it's Unsane, which is a bizarre huh. quartet of films to have all at once. Oh wow! <laughs> and I just I I don't know, man. I really don't. But uh, you know, that's gonna be Pacific Rim two. Pacific Rim two may be the movie that finally knocks Black Panther off off the top of the charts. I I yeah. think it I think it holds for one more week. I I genuinely do. The the, the, the my problem is is and this is such a first world problem. It's going to be to the point where the, the these movies are going to be in the Dolby Theater for one week, <laughs> and then it's going to be gone, and the kind next of. one's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because they're getting so close together. But that Pacific Rim, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I've, I've got to see this yes. in, our, in our Big D Theater. Like, this is a, it's a premium format film. This is one that's made to see in the, in the biggest, brightest, oh, loudest yeah. theater possible. No question big robots fighting oh yeah absolutely yeah. so yeah <laughs> so that's a plan this week i'm gonna go see annihilation might squeeze in tomb raider if i'm feeling crazy uh and then the following week pacific rim and then ready player one nice i have a feeling i'm gonna see ready player one a few times because i want to just sit and like punt look at all the different characters on the screen yeah be like oh there's voltron there's hello kitty <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see a still, I'm like, I just see three or four more characters that I didn't see before. Right, right. But I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and then I'm so far behind on just everything that's television. The, the Flash, Arrow, just like you, you've talked, we've talked about this before. Just could not be more behind yeah. on all of that. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, man. Well, let's let's get in some news. Um, uh, we we talk about the box office numbers up front. Yeah, uh, no surprise. Black Panther number one, uh, just short of forty one million. Uh, and I and I think yeah. that and I this is why I wonder. It's going to depend on how good Tomb Raider does. Tomb Raider next week is going to be the only thing that could knock it off. Um, Tomb Raider is going to have to pull 30, 35 to be number one. And it, and it might yeah. do it. Uh, it just might. Cause the fall off for black Panther has not been huge. Um, I look for black Panther to, no, to, I... to stay at about 30 
next weekend. Yeah, I still have my friends telling me. They text me, "Yo, I just saw Black Panther. You were right. Oh my god, so good." Yeah, like people are still going out there. Word of mouth is is still getting around to the the people that never really go to the theater where they're like, "Yeah, it's died down a little bit." And then my buddy went there, and he's like, "The whole theater was packed." I yeah, was like, all right. <laughs> we we still get that. That's still our our biggest. You know, even on like a a Monday night. Like, what did we do Monday night? Like fifteen, twenty, something like that for for each one. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's for a Monday night. That ain't nothing, man. It's going to be cool going into Infinity War and Wakanda is still being fresh on everybody's mind. And, oh, yeah. And uh, all the cool stuff that they're going to be getting um, from Siri and stuff like that. Like, man, like it, obviously, get this man a shield and that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see? It's uh, going to be so cool. Did you see some of the stills they put out this week? No, no, I didn't. There was uh, there were some new images, and they're all you know. It's like it's more of of kind of some of the stuff we saw in the trailer. But one thing that I saw that was great was just a shot, like kind of over the shoulder of Bruce Banner talking to Shuri. And I was like, that's oh, no, I no. I want that conversation so bad. Like that's just oh, that that's awesome. would be awesome. <laughs> oh yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, that man, uh, that movie's gonna make so much money. It's um, like it will make all oh, the money. Man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be monstrous. I'm gonna hate myself come the end of, by, by the end of this summer. I am either gonna really love working there or I'm gonna quit. It's it's just gonna be one way or the other. Yeah, because <laughs> it's gonna oh, be yeah. ins- it's just gonna be insane. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you see that um, uh, Star Wars release today on on digital or yesterday? If you're listening, uh, uh, release digital. There's a documentary, and I know I'm kind of going all over the place here, but there's a giant documentary on it where they 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 looked at the they documented the entire film. Uh, uh, Ryan did. Um, there's like a 12 minute uh, preview clip of it <laughs> online. Um, did you, did you hear about this? I, I heard a little bit about it. Yeah. All right. So, 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 uh, last Jedi comes out digitally this week, comes out in a few weeks on Blu-ray or whatever. Um, but apparently this is the big, I don't know how long it is on the Blu-ray or DVD or whatever, but apparently it's this giant documentary. It's everything that I kind of want from behind the scenes where, and you know, and they, they, they kind of go over like you see, um, Mark and Ray doing scenes and you know it, you 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 see them from the beginning kind of finding out what everything's ha- what what the whole movie's about and and you see from like Ryan's perspective about like like I hope I don't screw this up when like the news breaks and everything else it's such a cool little like behind the, like you could really tell that and uh, uh you could really tell that that this man not only loves making movies, but he wants to capture everything about the film. Um, and if I'm not mistaken, the actual documentary is being is being shown at uh, SX or whatever South by Southwest. South by Southwest, yeah, they screened the the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's called. I think the documentary is called "The Director and the Jedi." Yeah. And it's like directed by somebody else. So <laughs> I don't know that I thought that was cool. So I'm, I'm waiting for the, uh, cause now I've already, that will be the first movie that I get. That's the 4k yeah, Blu-ray oh, or whatever, just to kind of, 
I don't know, in a year or so when I actually get a television worth it, that that's going to be kind of the, the first one that I get out of them. The next one will probably be Black Panther. And did I talk about this last week, how I was starting to do that? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's going to be the first one I get of that. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Amazon, all of those websites, it's available now for anyone that wants to go watch The Last Jedi. So I thought that was pretty cool. Now, are movies coming out faster now than they were before? Is the turnaround it seems, to yeah. home video faster? It kind of seems like it because, uh, like in less than three months, we've had we will have Jumanji, like from theater to digital was was just yeah. under three months, and it's still in theaters. Jumanji is still in theaters. It comes out on Blu-ray next week, and it's still in freaking theaters. I is that? Do you think that's like a mixture of them not expecting it to do good, so they already got the ball rolling on home video compared to something like maybe The Last Jedi? But then again, The Last Jedi is the same thing. The last same time the, frame. The Last Jedi was the same day, was the same weekend as Jumanji. And right. Jumanji beats it to home video by what, like two weeks? A week. I think a week to home video. A week. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, like, it's crazy. I think it's just the bigger, I think especially with the bigger budget stuff, they're noticing, they're, they're looking at the fact that theater attendance is down. You know, for all the money that these movies yeah. make, overall, theater attendance is down. Theater profits are down you know and i know that's weird to say even though black panther just made a billion dollars worldwide that not they're not all like this and people are you know the the netflix model and things like that where people are are happy to just kind of stay home and watch it on their tvs because people have always you know it's always been about the big tvs and you know home theater systems and and people have done that for a while but now with something like netflix and everything the technology in televisions with displays and with with sound systems has kind of caught up to theaters you can set up a decent home theater for not a lot of money and it's it's, oh yeah, no it, doubt. It's definitely something that they're looking at and saying, "Okay, we're gonna, you know, at some point, these movies are gonna stop making money, and there can't be like the two month gap between when they come out of theaters yeah. and when they come out on home video." Um, yeah. Even though now there's no gap at all in some cases, because like I said, we st- Jumanji is out digitally to buy right now. It's been out for a week, and oh, it's yeah. still in theaters. <laughs> That's nuts. I'm, I'm, That's nuts. Yeah, I mean, you you could you, like you were talking about. You can go buy a 4K television for like three hundred and fifty dollars at Best Buy right now. That's insane. Uh, the TCL fifty fifty five inch. Jeez. You know what I mean? So like, you can buy an inexpensive 4K television. Uh, and for 4K, that's inexpensive. Remember, a few years ago, they were like two grand. Yeah, just easy. for yeah, like, just for like the a, lowest. Exactly. Yeah. Right, and now the OLEDs kind of taken that spot, but in a year or two, it's gonna they're those are gonna just come right down as well, and it's gonna be crazy. So, yeah. like, just yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's, I, I think a lot of people are are just getting way more comfortable being at home. That's why these things like Movie Pass is such a good idea because it kind of like, well, you know what? I don't have an excuse now. Like it's cheap and I can go see something in the big screen and wait for some other things to come on to home video. It's crazy. 
Yeah. Yeah, just three to four month turnaround time is just I, – I guess I always thought it was longer. I remember watching movies years ago and then being like, well, I'll see that in six months when it hits home video. Well, but, and I mean I don't know if, if it's a – if it's just because the technology makes it so much easier. I think I, – I, I wonder if part of it is because so much is shot digitally anymore that that there's a conversion like i i don't know the the tech yeah. behind it but i would have to think that that plays a role in it just the idea yeah, of you're probably you, right. you don't have to convert everything from film to digital anymore for dvds and that it's i i, I don't know i mean that's i'm throwing that out there i don't know but I, that's got to be some wonder yeah no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I've always wondered if that, like, do they? You think that when they put the movie out, there's that they're working on the Blu-ray already? Oh yeah. Oh no doubt. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm. I have that. They probably have someone working on that before it's even coming out. I've never thought about that. Yeah. But... Oh, I'm sure they have. They have plans for like, what are we gonna do for the Blu-ray? And here's some ideas. And I'm sure a lot of things get scrapped. And, and mm. I'm sure you know, that the Justice League Blu-ray is going to be a colossal disappointment because it has, like, nothing on it. But that's... Uh, oh, really? There's, that sucks. I don't know all of the details, but I know there's, like, a deleted scene. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the cover art, and I was like, damn, that cover art looks great. True. Um, But, because uh, it was, you know, it was, like, Jim Lee drew it or whatever, but he, I didn't look at any of the details. Well, there was a lot of controversy behind the scenes with that movie, too. Yeah. Not controversy, but there was a lot of people being moved around. And I imagine... Yeah, haven't people been wanting the Snyder cut? Isn't that like... that? That's been a thing for a little bit. People thought that there was some sort of cut that, that Snyder did that that they think is a better version of the film. They did. Yeah, I... I... That's a whole mess. That's a whole thing. That's a whole can of worms. And I'm sure they probably just would be like, nope, here's the movie. It's in 4K. Go have fun. Go right. watch it at home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh. man, I'm excited for The Last Jedi one because that's just that, that. And there's also a feature on there. You might think this is cool. It might take me a m- moment to find it. Um, but there is a feature uh on the last jedi that oh man it's gonna take me a minute to find it um uh ryan johnson put out i'll I'll read the tweet it says the last jedi is out today in the states for digital download blu-ray in two weeks of all the special features my favorite one is kind of hidden so i wanted to call it out if you buy the movie anywhere online or the blu-ray i think i know you have access to yeah you have access to a music only version of the last jedi This is the full movie with no dialogue, FX, or backgrounds, just John's score. I really wanted to put this out. It's really something to see. John's music play uh, with the movie. It's like a silent film. Yeah. I want to see that. I so want to see that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he goes on to say the one hoop you have to jump through to get it is you get uh, get the movies anywhere app and link whatever account you bought with the movie. It's free. It works pain. It works pretty painlessly. Uh, kind of. And then it says kind of he says kind of a pain, I know. Uh, but I think it's worth it to get this version. So, yeah, you could watch the whole movie where it just has the music. Yeah. And, and the, mo- the movies I, anywhere app cool, is like, 
Yeah, the Movies Anywhere app is not a big deal. Like, I've had it forever. It used to be Disney Movies Anywhere, and then everybody just kind of jumped on board, and it links with everything. Like, if you've got iTunes or Amazon or wherever you buy stuff through, they just announced a deal with Fandango now. Um, so it's it, it links with Vudu and, and all that stuff. So oh, it's, that's awesome. So so if I get uh, a Blu-ray and I get the digital version and right. I have some on iTunes and I have some on Amazon and I have some on Vudu or whatever, this will link all of those accounts so I can watch it on my television? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Oh, it, it used to be Disney-specific and now it's just kind of – it's kind of a one-stop access because now so many studios oh, have gotten involved i think like paramount is like the only one that's not involved in this i think oh. paramount and maybe warner brothers maybe um but that's so cool yeah yeah because i i when i buy digital movies now i get it on amazon because i, I figured any any anything can play amazon application right uh it doesn't matter if it's an iphone uh, an android a Roku, a whatever. But if I get the digital link, I'm always like, should I put it in iTunes? No, because that's kind of that I would have to have an Apple TV. Um, or do I put it in Vudu? And you know, so this makes it where it's all connected. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because like so I, because like I had you know like anytime I get a Disney movie and I would redeem the code, like it would show up everywhere else. Like because I would do it through their wow. service. And I would still see it in iTunes or I'd see it in Vudu uh, and I'd see it on Google Play. And they've like they and I think they're they've been working with other studios to to make it kind of a big catch all. It was what Ultraviolet was yeah. supposed to be way back when. That was the idea was like right. to have one digital locker for yeah. all your all your film, all your films. That's that's the other one. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it's saying it's it works with iTunes, Prime Video, which is Amazon, Vudu, Google Play, Fandango Now. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. Oh, wait, I already have an account. That's weird. <laughs> Says you, Adam. You probably did that. Oh, my that. God, did I do something before? <laughs> probably with, with one of the Disney videos, with, with something Marvel, you're, probably. You're, you're absolutely right. That's probably what I did. Yeah. Oh my god! So okay, then you're all set. <laughs> I'm all set. That's awesome. Yeah, I can just put my codes in here. Cool, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think I've talked about it on the sh on the show before. Uh, I lost my TV a few years ago, so I haven't been buying a lot of physical movies. I haven't bought physical movies in a while, and I stopped really buying DVDs and Blu-rays for a long time now. Uh, and I, if I get anything, I usually just get it uh, digitally. And I think I'm gonna be—I'm tiptoeing back into that world with uh, the only thing I've really bought in physically when it comes out is Star Wars. Yeah, if that makes sense. That's fair. Uh, everything else, I've kind of like, well, I'll rent it, I'll stream it. But I think I'm going to start tiptoeing because these movies like Black Panther and I'm sure, uh, you know, Age of Ultron, these, these are going to be the movies that I want to keep where I'm watching on the, you know, my television. So anyway, enough about that. <laughs> but I, I think that's I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And we only really talked about Black Panther making over a billion dollars, which is insane. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, <laughs> it's so cool. Um, <laughs> uh, Wrinkle in Time did about 33 uh, yeah, not uh, not what they were hoping for, at all. Um, yeah, but, it didn't have the best reviews. 
No, I, I haven't seen it. I want to see it. I think I'm going to go see it tomorrow. I think I'm going to go to because I've, I've got a weird shift at work tomorrow because they're doing some strange oh. stuff with the scheduling. So I'm going to I'm going to drop by a little earlier like I did with Annihilation and uh, and see if I can catch oh. a, a wrinkle time in a big D because I do want to see it. I'm, I'm just I'm not I, I I'm kind of bummed that this didn't make any it, this is going to be like the next Pete's Dragon or the BFG where it's like, hey, it's Disney, and you know, eh, not the uh, yeah, not the biggest guarantee anymore, especially with Black Panther still out. Um, I think that yeah, that, I mean that definitely hurt. But you know, they got to get better, like you've talked about. They got to get better at planning these out because you they, you don't don't release a Disney movie right after a big Disney movie. Right, they're just they're eating they're themselves. Just eating it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, thirty-three million is. You know, I mean, we look at that and go, "Well, that's that's terrible." You know, I, there are some movies out there that would kill for opening weekends like that, but they don't have the kind of budget and hype and press of a Disney film. Like this is, this has got to be disappointing right. for them. Um, but but hats off to everybody involved in this project, uh, from from Ava DuVernay right. on down. You know, just you know, it's awesome to see. You know, one and two at the box office are Ryan Coogler and Ava DuVernay. Like that's fantastic, uh, yeah. It's a big, big tip of the hat to them, uh, and a big jump from second to third with uh, Strangers, uh, the the sequel, which I totally forgot they were making until like a month ago when we got the poster, and uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, they're right, doing another right. one? Crap! Um, at ten million, which is about right, um, especially for this time of year. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, that's one I'll catch. I, I can't do horror movies in theaters. I can't um, just because I oh, need. I, I need usually with a horror movie to like sometimes pause and you know make sure I've locked the doors, just because I get I get oh. jumpy. I get jumpy during horror movies. I, I I admit it, but I will I will see this when it comes out on uh, on digital or or Blu-ray one of the two or maybe at Redbox. Oh, but I will definitely horror- see it. Horror movies are definitely better at your place, maybe just you or one other person, and, you know, that's it, and at night, and no other sound. In the theater, it almost feels like a, uh, more like a ride. Yeah. Than anything. Yeah. Uh, more, you know, it's, with a, with a whole a whole bunch of people there, it makes it more feel like you're at a Universal Studios ride. But at home, when you're like, shit is it like you're right is everything locked oh wait that's not locked why is the light on outside (laughs) you start freaking yourself out yeah yeah Uh, red sparrow fourth eight and a half million you know that's again not great uh sitting at about 31 and a half million total uh not uh i've got to believe not exactly the numbers they were looking for for that either uh especially when you consider game night fifth just shy of eight million this weekend, uh, about forty-five domestic total. Which I see, and this is what I'm talking about. They're probably looking at forty-five and going, you know what? That's not bad. Uh, right, right, exactly. <laughs> but you know, good for them. Uh, and a tip of the hat to Jumanji at number ten. I know it's not on here. It's still top ten at the box office with. I think yes, it was like rocks loving that, right? With like, I think it was like two and a half or two point six million somewhere around there. Just, just 
madness. It's been in the theater for three months. This is its 12th week in theaters. And it's still, like, it's still making yeah. enough money. We still have it. I was, I was floored. I was like, what is this still doing here? But I think this is the last week we're going to have it because of everything else we're getting. Um, which is kind of a bummer. I hope I'm there for the last screening just because I kind of want to go in and, and like salute when it's over because it's had a hell of a run. Right. It's 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 insane the it run this movie's is. had. Oh, yeah. No, I've been talking up to some people where they're like, hey, there hasn't been any good movies in a while. And I was like, go watch Jumanji. It should be out. I'm like, it's probably out right now. <laughs> of course, I was wrong. But yeah. I was like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be out really soon. I was like, watch Jumanji when it comes out. Yeah. They're like, okay, 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 okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, uh, we, I think we, t- yeah, we already talked about next week's movies that are coming out. I just, I, uh, there was some news. Okay. I just, I can't, you know, I love the fact that Love Simon and I Can Only Imagine are coming out the same weekend. <laughs> that's, that's funny to me. That's, that's a little funny. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of hope they're playing in auditoriums right next to each other just because, um, I doubt that's going to happen, but it'll probably intentionally not happen, but I don't know. Be funny. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Tomb Raider kind of sticks out there. Yeah. Um, we got some Terminator news. Now I thought this was already news before, but Mackenzie Davis from Halt and Catch Fire, uh, is casted in the movie. I, I don't, but I guess. I, Cause like I was just seeing it like as breaking news a couple days ago, so I maybe she was rumored um, at some point in the past. Gotcha. That might have been it. I could totally see her. So is this gonna be like a reboot? It's yes and no. Like it's one of those. It's gonna be kind of um, like Jumanji, where it's a sequel that serves as a reboot because it is gonna have. We are gonna have Arnold and gotcha. Linda Hamilton back, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird probably like passing of the torch kind of movie gotcha gotcha yeah yeah and i could totally see her in this kind of role when i think of when i think of terminator i think of 80s and early early 90s yeah and when i think of her character i think of her from halt halt to catch fire yeah so it's kind of perfect (laughs) like i could totally see her nailing this totally um yeah um. All right, let's take a look here. And you did? Did you ever watch um, uh, Black Mirror? I've seen like I've seen a couple. I haven't I haven't watched any more since then. Did you watch San Jupertino? No, no, I haven't seen that one yet. She's in San Jupertino, and yeah, she's in San Jupertino, and there's a scene where she looks very eighties. Nice. But yeah, you need to see San Jupitino. That's one of the episodes that people point to and they're like, you got to see that one for, for Black Mirror. It's really good. She's really great in it. Nice. Um, yeah. Now, Deadpool 2 got kind of some mixed news this week. Um, the film did not test poorly during early screenings, even though some uh, outlets reported early that it did. But it turns out that was not true. Um, and the reshoots added uh, more Domino and Cable. Yeah, that was the, um, that was the one note that they kept getting. Like the screenings were all like in the in the like mid nineties, like low to mid nineties. 
Um, but the one note that they kept getting from all the different screenings was that they wanted more Domino and they wanted more cable. And so, you know, Fox not being stupid and wanting money, uh, (laughs) looked at it and said, yeah, sure, we can do that. And so that's what they've been doing. Yeah. Go and add more of them. Yeah. Cause I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, people were so ready to hate on this when that news came out, like, Oh no, uh, I just saw it from all over the place, but now I'm I'm glad that the right news came out and yeah. <laughs> like the real news, and it was it was it was good. Um, I, I'm excited for it. The, the first trailer I don't think I liked. The, the when he was playing with the dolls just kind of threw me off. I was like, no, this is too much of this. Yeah, it, um, it went too long. But, that that segment kind of drained some of the energy out of it because it lasted too long. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but the, you know, the green screen stuff, when he gets meta, that's, I, I love all that stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited for it. Deadpool comes, when does Deadpool come out? May, uh, the week At- before Solo. <laughs> I forget. Ah, okay. Uh, Jeez. 18th, right? May 18th. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. So two months, two all months right. Deadpool. Oh Yeah. And uh, we talked about the Avenger news earlier. Um, okay. <laughs> so this was some bizarre news. <laughs> I'll actually let you take this. This, this is weird. So there's there's a Teen Titans Go movie that's coming out, and it's called Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Uh, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not a fan of this show, then this is not going to change anybody's mind. But they've added, um, they added Halsey to, uh, she's going to voice wonder woman okay fine uh and they've added uh who was the rapper they added for green lantern lil yachty okay he's gonna be green lantern but they got somebody for superman they got somebody who who was gonna be (laughs) superman at one point um who who back in the 90s was gonna play superman in like a little neon kind of light up suit um they, they got Nick Cage is going to voice Superman in this movie, and now I have to see it. <laughs> Just... I, I, I don't... What? Yeah. <laughs> when I saw this, I just thought, what? Now, I, you, okay, you probably don't know who Lil Yachty is. He is a mumble rapper. I don't know how he's going to play Jon Stewart, <laughs> you know, because that's the image they keep showing. Um, uh, a military, <laughs> you know, just, you know, no bullshit Jon Stewart. Because uh, when I think of Lil Yachty, I think of just the mumble rapper, just just garbage <laughs> rap. I'm sure there's a ton of uh, Lil Yachty fans out there, but we look forward oh to my God. When people talk about how new hip hop is bad, that's what they're talking about. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yachty. So it's it's so out of left field, just as much as now. Uh, Nick Nicholas Cage makes a little bit of sense because he's always wanted to play Superman, and is uh, as, as much as he's kind of done his own thing in the last fifteen years. Um, <laughs> He's still a household name. Everyone knows Nicolas Cage. Yeah, uh, if that makes sense. That's true. Um, <laughs> that's these other two, though. I'm like, what? Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. Um, that's cool, though. It, the, the thing is, it's going to be a fun film. It's going to be a bunch of – it's a dumb, fun film. It's it's Teen Titans Go. So it's going to be wacky. It's going to be weird. Uh, and this actually is not that bad. You no, know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like as, as much as I want to be like, what? Um, okay, why not? The kids aren't going to – kids, kids are going to love that. Um, they're going to hear – you know they're gonna hear Nicolas Cage do his Nicolas Cage. Uh, they're gonna be thrilled that, that Lil Yachty is playing Green Lantern. I don't know. It's just it's so weird that it actually it actually fits. You know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so absolutely. Yeah. I'm, it could be strange. <laughs> gonna take, yeah, I'm gonna take my nephew to see it. I'm I'm pretty excited now. Um, uh, Margaret Robbie. Uh is reportedly in talks to play Sharon Tate in Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of perfect. Yeah, good choice. Very good choice. Oh, yeah. I watched an interview with Quentin Tarantino. Oh, boy. And, yeah. And <laughs> I don't know the guy that was interviewing him, but he looked familiar. He's from Channel 4 over in... Uh, over in uh, the UK, um, I don't know the interviewer's name, but essentially, you know, where when when these directors and writers they get in front of the camera and they have a reporter sit in front of them for maybe five minutes and they're supposed to promote the film. Yeah. It's, it's an advertisement, right? Yeah. Well, this guy goes Diane Sawyer. Oh, he no. Does it. oh no! Oh no! No! Where oh, no. He, he's talking to Quentin Tarantino and then he starts linking violent movies to children and. And do, do we think it's okay? And like Quentin Tarantino's like anyone who sees and Quentin Tarantino stops him. He's like he's like anyone who sees my films know how I feel about violence. It's just fantasy. I can make there. It was it was they were doing it for Django Unchained, and he was like it's 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 a fantasy. It's it's you know it is. When you go to the movies, you're going to the movies, and it is fantasy, and that does not affect you because there's, you know millions of people that go out of that theater and carry on with their life and do and have very normal lives and they know it's fantasy uh and and that shouldn't change yada 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 so we we've all heard that we we actually are hearing that a lot nowadays we pay attention to the news with video games the same argument but this guy goes diane sawyer on him and he kind of starts arguing and quentin tarantino shuts him down he's like no i'm gonna stop you i'm not gonna answer any of your questions about this i know what you're trying to do I mean, he gets very quentin tarantino though because he doesn't he doesn't care what he's saying i and then i watched another interview with robert downey jr uh yeah yeah that one i know yeah. have you seen that one yeah where that's the guy it's the same guy. is it the same guy jesus it's the same guy they start off very okay so tell me about your character in here and, and what iron man means and what he's going through during this and you know uh and then he starts then he starts kind of pulling the strings and he's like it's kind of like you in, in a sense did you ever think that iron man kind of represented you where he you know he had a fall from grace and then he came back and and you could tell robert downey jr was like this guy just took a jab at me very very coy you know very you know he just took a slight jab at me while also complimenting me uh and then you know robert Downey jr is like well sure you know I, i'm sure people make that comparison but we're we're just you know you know but they're very different people i'm playing a character and and then he just goes kind of really deep and it was he says like well let's talk about your father and robert Downey jr stops him and he's looking around he's like what is this like what what are we doing here 
uh, we're trying to be promoting a movie and he just stands up and he takes off his microphone because he starts talking about drugs and stuff. The guy interviewing him and he's like, they're getting to Diane Sawyer here for me. So, yeah, I th- this it's it's been a weird I, I started I went down a YouTube rabbit hole this week <laughs> with that guy. So, yeah, apparently this is what he's known for. So it's kind of weird. Anyway, yeah. sorry about that. Sorry about that little trip there, but uh, I'm excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> Moral uh, of the story: Don't screw with Tarantino. Yeah, don't. He does not care. He'll tell you to your face, like, "Go fuck yourself." Like, I'm making a movie about what I want to make, and you know, I was watching a bunch of interviews with Quentin Tarantino and like Jamie Fox and and Samuel Jackson and like their time on the movie and and. Uh, and Leonardo DiCaprio, like, did you? We might have talked about this before. Did you know that Leo broke that glass? Yeah. He didn't mean to do that. Yeah, but he just and, kept going. I think we've talked about that before. And and went and, and worked how, through like, it and scared the hell out of everybody. <laughs> it scared everybody. They kept rolling, and then when they cut, Quentin to he says before they cut, Quentin's like looking over the camera, like, oh my god, is this really happening? Yeah. And then the, when when everything's done, he's like, all right, <laughs> you okay? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was so cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I'm pumped for that movie. I'm excited. You know, his movies are just, it, he still has it, you know. Uh, but anyway, um, let's see here. Uh, you go ahead and take this next one. Yeah. So in the realm of uh, this is why Bruce Willis needs to be forcibly retired. The guys who wrote the Conjuring, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 I'm buckle up, man, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a ride here. Uh, I guy, know you. you too. <laughs> the, so the guys who wrote the Conjuring, Chad and Carrie Hayes, um, are writing the prequel Die Hard movie. Uh, it's going to focus on a a young on a relatively younger John McClain. Uh, it's supposed to be set in the 70s, I think I had seen, uh, and it completely destroys the entire franchise because oh, wow. the idea well, cause the idea of the original Die Hard is John McClane's just a dude. He's a normal guy. He's right. a cop back in New York. Nothing, you know, but there's nothing extra special about him or anything. He doesn't have any, right. any training or special forces or any of that stuff. It, dude's just a cop in the wrong place in the wrong time. Now we're going to go back and tell a story of a younger John McClane who does something really impressive and completely negates the entirety of the franchise. Because, oh my yeah. god, it's John McClane. Of course he did something crazy in Los Angeles. Look what he did when he was younger back here in New York. Um, so, um, this, and the whole idea is that it's going to be kind of a flashbacky movie that's going to sort of bookend the series, like past and present. So there's going to be current day John McClane as well as younger John McClane. And if Bruce has his way, there's going to be way more current John McClane than older John McClane. Because uh, that was how Death Wish got made. Because just like, I, oh, I just, this has to stop. This idea that Bruce Willis is important has got to stop. Because nothing that he's done in the last, I don't know how long, has made any money. Including the last two Die Hard films. And I just... Well, this was this was an okay trilogy. I loved the first one. I loved the third one. The second one was okay. It's forgettable to me. Right. But that should have been it. Right. That you should have left off on, you know, you and Samuel Jackson having 
your romp through New York City, which was a fun ride for me. Agreed. That should have been it. Yes. <laughs> God, they just ran it into the ground. All because Bruce Willis <sighs> wanted to stay relevant. I can still do this. I can still be an action guy. No, you can't. You're you're old and nobody likes you, and you're not fun or interesting. And I'm glad that Death Wish plummeted to number seven in the box office this week because that movie should no, just. I hate that. I hate. I hate the idea of that movie so much. Like I just. I. I. Ugh. So. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> well, that'll be on Blu-ray soon. <laughs> That'll, it's, I, yeah. I, I hope it just goes away. It's, and here's the thing. It's making so little money. Um, unfortunately it made any money at all. So it's already made too much money as far as I'm concerned, but it's going, this is death wish is a movie that's going to be resigned to the ash can of reboots and remakes that nobody remembers that they did. And that's where it belongs. It's, it belongs in that same pile, you know, that same bargain bin at Walmart that people look through and they go, Oh yeah, they did that, and then they brush it over because they they see that National Lampoon three pack down there underneath it, and that's what they that's like. Oh, we'll have that instead, you know. That's. Do they still make the National Lampoon movies? I maybe I don't know. I any of the recent ones have all been like straight to DVD. I think. Yeah, I was gonna say they were massive back in the day. Then they went away, and then they had a resurgence. And then they went away again. Where now they're like well, straight they, to DVD, where it's like American Pie, the eighteenth ripoff. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Um, did you see the uh, Fantastic Beasts two trailer? I teaser. Did uh, I did? And it excited. I yes and no. Um. I, I I don't know. That's I just, how I feel about it. I, yeah. There's it, I, I I know there's something missing, and to me, it's the kids. Yeah. Uh, I I think that's what I I you know, uh, I was never, I I was I love Harry Potter. It's a great movie series, but it was nothing that I ever, like no one would be like, hey, that's Adam. His, he loves Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Right. That would never be my thing. That I think a lot of other people is. I think my little brother, that was his thing. Mine was Star Wars. His was Harry Potter. He was obsessed. Read all the books. Um, but as an, kind of an outsider, but that loves fantasy and all this nerdy stuff, I enjoy it. And when I see the trailer for this, I just don't see the fun that I did when I saw those kids in Harry Potter. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what it is, but it feels just like this dark world that has magic in it. It's, and it's yeah. like they've gotten so far away from those first few movies. It, it is because they're they're still riding the waves of the last couple of films, which were all about you know well it was it was a little more mature because it was dark and it was gloomy and right. it was dealing with serious stuff and that worked in the context of that story of them the growing story. up and having to right. deal with more adultish problems, but this. Like they, I, I loved Fantastic Beasts. I, I really did because they did try to balance fun, in in what was kind of a noirish sort of setting, but I think yeah, the setting 
just doesn't sit for it. Yeah, no. Going going forward, (sighs) it's just it's too gray. It's too dark. It's too. There's no. There should be more flash and fun in this. And I don't. I I I can't. I'm gonna ride this series out. And I know it's five films, and it's gonna take forever. That's what it feels like. Yeah, five. Oh my god, just fell out of my seat. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's five films. I thought it was three. I'm like, okay, we'll get the third one. We'll be on to something else in the Harry Potter world. Five films um but the good news is if they're gonna make if they're gonna make movies based off of harry potter textbooks that means that the next one is going to be quidditch through the ages and that's going to be fun and i'm looking forward to that man i just i i don't know if it's the time period that makes it so dark and gray uh, but they gotta get maybe a director in there somebody that just lightens the mood a little bit like I want the whimsical. I want the chocolate frogs. I want. I'd rather see the it could be kids that are going to a wizarding school and not this like every. I don't know. Everything's doom and gloom and more mature and I don't know. It, it's it's a weird feeling. Uh, and I don't know. I I guess the movie's just not aimed at me, but. I don't know. That's what I what, when I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm definitely gonna see this, but doesn't give me that feeling that the the first few movies did no no definitely not yeah but looks cool johnny depp looks cool in it (laughs) you know it looks looks great um but when does that movie come out november 18th 28th Uh, something like that around thanksgiving it's it's okay it's the movie that kicks off the holiday season basically Right. We got Mary Poppins 2 coming out too. That's Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Did, you, did we we talked about the trailer for that one? Yeah, cuz it came out during the Oscars. Well, there was the I swear my mind. There was the teaser during going. the Oscars and then the actual trailer came out online. It's like, "Oh, hey, look, it's Mary Poppins." Right. That's right. That and the uh the poo one, the uh yeah. the Christopher Robin. Yeah. But that's it, Christopher Robin, yeah. Nice. Those are going to be good movies. They are, because they're just, those um, are genuinely just innocent films. And that's that's yes. what I love. That's what I want more from Disney, and I'm glad to see they're doing yeah. that again. Of just like, hey, we made a nice family film. And I love that. That's, that's kind of what I want from Harry Potter. Yeah, ex- <laughs> like, it's a little bit of, I want a little bit of Mary Poppins in it, you know what I mean? Dude, I'm right there with uh, you. Yeah, yeah. I want a little bit of magic, a little bit of where it's you know they're they gotta figure out how to. I don't know. They just they it was, oh, it was just something where they were like, how's Harry gonna get through Quidditch? And you have that out. You have that one line through the movie where it's, it's it, it gets serious towards the end, and there's something they gotta figure out. But for, for most of the movie, it was just you know it was them feeling you know Harry feeling you know giggly about Hermione and you know Ron and like I don't know that kind of stuff was just so much fun yeah you know, and it's kind of lost with with the adults yeah and that's, that's why so much of of, of of the fandom myself included wants a movie about the Marauders about about it, James and Sirius and Remus and 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 Peter because these guys were yeah. they were the Weasley twins of their day and it was all fun and hijinks and and friendship yes. and that kind of stuff and that would be that's what that's what this needs to be that's what this franchise needs again 
And maybe we'll get J.J. Abrams to make that. Oh, Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's wrong with Abrams? He's great. He makes whimsical movies. (laughs) Yes, Star Trek Into Darkness was a a fun, fantastical romp. Well, Uh, not that one, but the one before it was pretty fun. uh, Last Jedi, or not the last Jedi. The the Force (laughs) Awakens is pretty fun. He makes fun movies. Yeah, Patricide and all. It was great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think I, – I don't know. The closest – when I think of fun, I think of Spielberg. Yes. And to me, for this generation, the closest to Spielberg, I think, for style is J.J. Abrams. Uh, or, you know, what, what's the movie with the with the tape? Super 8. The, Super 8? That was fun. Is that uh, – that, that wasn't was, what you were thinking you of? Know, what happened? Was that not the one you were thinking of? No, that that was one of many. I'm saying like his movies, they're fun to me. They're yeah. just, you know, I don't know. But anyway, 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 anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of fun, uh, now I didn't see this trailer, but I see the stills everywhere now. The Grinch. Yeah, it's it's the Grinch. It's just a it's it's like they did with the Lorax, which is just hey, the animation style is different, but look, it's the Grinch. He's grumpy. He hates people enjoying christmas it's you know it's the grinch like i don't know what to tell you (laughs) yes this is going to be one of those movies that are probably going to be replaying for many of kids everywhere for six months yeah uh where the parents just put it in that's what all those movies kind of are where i go to my some of my nieces and nephews houses and they're watching that movie for the eighth time that day yep you know um but yep (laughs) Um, Rob Liefeld signed a deal with Netflix for the extreme universe. Yeah, that's this. This is going to be interesting because now, you know, they've got the extreme universe and and uh, Miller World. So there's like they're racking them up, man. You think they're just going to every shot is just not going to show their feet? wouldn't that be funny (laughs) for a whole season you'd never see their feet I you know (laughs) uh, (laughs) that's that that would Netflix is taking some chances (laughs) they are but you know what you've got to and that's I mean this is how you create things I mean these are properties that that have proven profitable they're not mega profitable but you don't need not everything has to be a 200 million dollar budget you know, giant, tremendous, right. holy hell kind of thing. Like, you can have something hero-y or comic book-y that's not, that's not going to break the bank. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, even their Lost in Space looks really fun. Yeah, but that looks like, that looks like it is going to break the bank. That looks expensive as hell. That's true. That's true. There are been, the, 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 what, what, what was that show that I was talking about earlier that I really want to watch? Altered the Carbon. The Altered Carbon? Yeah. That literally broke the bank. <laughs> it was the most expensive show ever made. Damn. But every, every, I'm telling you, man, the, when you, I don't know if you've seen any of this. I was started watching the first episode and it is on par, if not better than Blade Runner, the way they do this. And if it's like that for every episode, I just, I, I, like it's in, that's how much detail they put into it and so it's when i when i read that like it's the most expensive show it makes sense uh so okay, even i even, don't know. i need i need to finish this yeah even more expensive than marco polo 
I believe so. Wow. Yeah, and see, that's another one they spent. Marco Polo was amazing, but no one watched it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, they still had Game of Thrones to watch. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. Okay, so this says uh, Altered Carbon may be Netflix's most expensive shows yet. Maybe I read the headline wrong. Yeah, uh, but still, though, man, that's... Um, well, and it, because it's got more episodes in a season than Marco Polo, doesn't it? Uh, I think it has 10 episodes. Okay, did Marco Polo run the same, like, 10 or 12? I thought it was only, like, 6. Um, I'm not... I No, I thought it was 10. Maybe okay. it was shorter. They did two seasons. Maybe it was shorter for the first season. Because, yeah, sometimes they'll do a shorter season for the first because they don't know if it's going to... Yeah. But usually Netflix now does 13. Yeah, it's true. But with these big, 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 big ones... Uh, yeah. I heard this is good, though. I heard it's super good. I hope it's... I heard it's got some really good twists. Uh, I really want to dive into this. Like, this is something we should be talking about. And I always, always... It's on, like, for whatever reason, when I get off, it's on the back of my mind. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go kill some more monsters and monster hunters. <laughs> yeah. stupid. But, but you know i i need to sit and watch that you know after rebels after jessica jones that will be what i get to there you go that's a plan um it's not it's, yeah it's not going anywhere um but uh but anyway yeah so netflix makes some killer deals <laughs> um go ahead and take this next one here yeah um <laughs> here's your here's your fun magical movie right here and it's coming from disney um anybody not familiar with artemis fowl uh, it's a fun, it is a kid's, like a middle schooler age book series uh, about a 12-year-old uh, criminal boy genius. Uh, and it's not played tremendously seriously, a little bit in the first book, but they, they it's great because they kind of go the opposite way. They get more whimsical kind of as the books go on, and it's really great. Uh, it's by Owen Coffer, uh, oh. and they are, they are, like they're middle school grade books, but they're fun. They're genuinely fun, and uh, I actually just reread uh, the last few uh, since my Daytona trip uh, when I was down there after the race oh, or something. Okay. Like that's what I was reading was was going back through the Armas Foul books, and there have been I think seven, like six or seven, but they're not they're not terribly long because you know they're they're middle school level, so they're not going to be right. you know, tomes. But they're they're fun. They're good and they're fun and they're and this is if you want your if you want your your magic whimsical then this is then this is going to be what you want. Uh, and they're they're oh, wow. shooting for a I think it's a 2019 release date because it's just starting production. I think it's 2019. It might have been 2020, but I think they want 2019. That's crazy. But. Yeah. Uh... You know, I, I've been looking for some for some books to read. The little hiatus with the Star Wars books. I'm gonna pick that up. Yeah, they're they're fun. They're not they're not long and they're not tremendously in depth, but they're they're fun. They start they do start a little dark, um, but the the series overall lightens up a lot as it goes on. Um, mm. Not so not too much so. They do they do kind of they do kind of dip back down a little towards the end of the series as it comes to like, Hey, we're finished telling this story now. 
because uh, you know, it does progress a little and he's not 12 through the whole series but he doesn't get to like it's right. not suddenly like old man foul like they don't they don't go that far <laughs> but uh, okay. they're, they're fun they they are gen- they are a genuinely fun series and they're not tremendously in depth or anything like they're they they're made for their audience so if you're if you're like right, hey I right, want right. I want some whimsical magic pick pick pick, pick up pick up an Artemis Fowl book I might do that yeah, because that's exactly what I'm looking for in my Harry Potter movies. I might just do that. Yeah, instead. this this yeah yeah give give one of these a shot. They're what like two hundred and some pages maybe if that. Um, oh, that's because I because I, I, I just go that. through everything on Kindle and I forget to look at the page numbers. But they're they're fun. Uh, I like nice. them. Yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah. All right, we got some TV news, some big Star Wars TV news. Um, John Favreau, or how do you pronounce his last name? Favreau. Since I'm terrible at names. Favreau, yeah. yeah. Um, to write and uh, and be an executive producer for the live action series, um, which is awesome. We haven't heard any TV news in a while, except for, hey, we're doing it. Um, and now they got the guy who did Iron Man, which is yeah. dope. Part, part of me is very, very happy about this, and part of me is... It is honestly just kind of looking at this and going, I love John Favreau. I love what he's done, especially in conjunction with Disney. But did it have to be another white guy? I yeah. I, I, just, I mean, I see that complaint. Just but... because, and and look, I, 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 I and, and not for nothing, because John Favreau is a talent, is an actual genuine talent, and he's proven it time and again. So it's not. Right. I, I'm not ragging on it too hard. I'm just saying. You know, is it really that? Because we have, you know, Benioff I, and Weiss. I think he's he's gotten a he's gotten a lot of flack for this this week. I think it was also because it was put out on International Women's Day. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was. So it was it it was another. It felt like a definitely wrong timing to yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. Um, that that's when you should have came out and said, you know, we have so and so working on a Star Wars franchise, and it's you know, a woman and whoever that would have been the perfect place to do that. I don't know what they were thinking with that. Um, they, they, yeah, weren't. I, I hear you. You would think someone like Kathleen Kennedy, you know, probably arguably the most powerful woman in that business, mm. um, putting, putting forward these star Wars films with strong female protagonists. Um, the movies themselves are very progressive why behind the scenes they can't put a woman in charge yeah. or someone of color or someone, you know, uh, cause this is something they're doing with, with DC right now. They, with what's his face that just backed out. I think they want to put a woman in, in her place or someone, uh, that is, uh, gay or bi to do Batwoman, you know, because that's what, who her character is. Um, I'm shocked that Kathy Kennedy hasn't, you know, I'm sure they have tried. They've 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 looked at people uh, to 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 fill those holes. I have to believe they just picked who they thought would be the best choice. But you know, uh, with them, I give them the benefit of the doubt. But you're absolutely right. It's 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 how many films do we have now? And it's the same thing. Yeah, I just you know, and uh, and I and I hate it for John because he doesn't. It, it, I'm not directing this at him, and I don't think anybody 
right. anybody paying any real attention is not blaming John because that's that would be kind of stupid to be honest with you. But to look at at Disney and say, guys, come on, you know, Benioff and Weiss have a film trilogy coming out all, all their own. Ryan Johnson is going to get his own film trilogy on top of the success of the Last Jedi. So can we get can we get anybody other than a white dude to do something here? Like right. for for championing everything with with Oscar Isaac and and with John Boyega and Daisy Ridley, you know, anchoring the main franchise, and we want to celebrate all this right. diversity. But can we have some well, behind the camera? Like right. And they're doing it with the Marvel stuff now. We got Ryan uh, Coogler on directing uh, Black Panther. But, yeah, where is it in Star Wars? You know, Um, it's, yeah, it's, (sighs) yeah. Uh, And and, and to me, it was a big mistake to put that out on International Women's Day, especially because they've been in the news for this. Like, hey, get someone else behind the camera. Um, yeah, it seems like a total missed opportunity. Yeah. But, um, I saw the DC, I forgot who the writer was. They talked about it on, um, it's something I heard on the, the fat man on Batman. Um, uh, who was the guy again that backed out of wonder or, uh, Batwoman? Uh, I know, um, I know Joss Whedon backed out of Batgirl. Josh Whedon. Uh, was it Batgirl? I don't know who was working on a Batwoman film. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was Batgirl. You're absolutely right. I'm thinking of Batwoman because I know Batwoman. Um, uh, she's gay, but I, I, I it, it was, but, but you're right. You're absolutely right. It is Batgirl because I know someone put on Twitter like, "Hey, I totally do that," and like one of the high ups at DC was like, "Really?" Or she, she was like, "Hey, I have a script. Like, I have a story that like I have something for this." Because uh, that was one of the issues with Josh Whedon is he he told everybody I don't I just don't have a story. Yeah. It took him a year and he was like I still don't have a story, and so it's like such a no brainer. Like get someone that can can connect with the character a little bit more and understand her. Uh, and and I guess someone like a a writer popped up and was like Hey, I have a really good idea. And on Twitter they were like Oh hey yeah shoot us an email. <laughs> what do you got? Like that's how like. <laughs> It's crazy, oh, you know. And Kevin Smith was talking about how, like, man, Twitter is going to make agents. You're not even going to need an agent anymore if that if it's that easy for you to just be like, oh, hey, I have an idea. You got, you know, you, you know. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was crazy. Do you still listen to that podcast? I haven't for a for a long time. No, I I because I oh, did like I back. Love- I, I did back when it was just interviews, and then I kind of fell off for a while and just never came back to it really. Yeah, him and Mark Millar, or no, not Mark Millar, Jesus. No, that's the uh, that's the author. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it, it is it is uh, it is Mark though. Yeah, I yeah. So his friend Mark, who's a writer, um, they have such a great back and forth, um, uh, and I don't know. I, they they do it live at that Star Wars bar over in L.A. <laughs> so like. They have a cool audience there that, you know, it just, it feels so, it, it's, it's awesome. I agree. They're, the interview stuff was really cool, but I really dig what they're doing now, especially after his heart attack and they came back and they talked and, you know, and they just talked about how great Black Panther was. And I don't know. I, I thought it was really cool. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Um, 
yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I, you, you would think, you know, I, who knows? Maybe something at a Star Wars celebration they announce something that's a little bit different than what we've been getting. Um, what else do we got here in TV? We got his Dark Materials. Tell me about this. Yeah, uh, this is the one. Remember the movie The Golden Compass a handful of years ago. There, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that was the first book in a series uh, in a trilogy. It's called His Dark Materials. It was written by Philip Pullman, and they're they're redoing it as a BBC series, uh, which I think is a great idea. Okay. And uh, they've tapped Daphne Keene from Logan. She played X twenty three to star in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about oh, that. Oh, okay. That's gonna be good. Oh, cool. Didn't this. This movie got a lot of flack because it was anti-Catholic or something it's, like that. It's very anti-religion in a sense. It's it's kind of anti-God kind of – and it's – I I actually – like I have not read the actual books. Um, I started I started the first one a couple of weeks ago and maybe I just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, but there is – I can yeah. understand where – uh, it it does specifically take take digs at at kind of the structuring of Catholicism, not so much the theology, but right. but the the way of like oh it they've created another council on something to go with their council on this and their order of right. that. Like it's 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 almost more about the bureaucracy than the theology, at least so far as I've seen. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I remember seeing this one in theaters, and then I remember all the talk behind how like, oh, they're not going to do another one because of that kind of stuff. Well, I think the it reason they de- people the wrong way. Uh, the reason they decided not to make another one was because the first one didn't make that much money. That's why. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, well, yeah. That's what I mean. Is because of that, it they believed it didn't make that much money. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, that's cool. Yeah, BBC. Um, let's see here. We got a lot of video game news. So Nintendo had one of their directs. Did you see it? I did. Um, and I overall, like, I was like, okay, some of this stuff is neat. Um, and then I... A lot of 3DS stuff. A lot of 3DS stuff. The 3DS is very much still alive. Um, and oh, then, yeah. you know, we got to... I, I liked Mario Tennis Aces. I like the idea. My favorite oh, part of that announcement was when they said uh, there'll be a mode where it's just regular tennis. Right. That was that was my yeah, favorite. Yeah, no funny part. business. Yeah, no trick shots, right. no zone speed, no none of that. Just tennis. I'm, I, that I liked. I, the, you know, the yeah. gimmick stuff looked neat and it looked fun, but but at the end I was like, I just want tennis. Get annoying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, that can get real annoying. Uh, real fast but uh tennis games i've always thought they were kind of fun um never really drew me into a lot of them uh but this one definitely looks like a lot of fun you got waluigi with his rose um which is pretty cool i think he came from the tennis games yeah or or golf either that or golf oh okay yeah it's one of these side games yeah um which was really cool yeah they spent a lot of time kind of just explaining how the game works and stuff and uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I, I got a, I got a few more friends who bought a Switch that 
I'm excited to play these kind of games with. Uh, this and one we'll talk about in, in a little bit. Um, these these multiplayer games where you can just kind of jump into Mario Kart. One of my buddies just got a Switch. Oh, uh, real fast, a nightmare story. Huh. He ordered a Switch to be... I forgot what happened. He ordered it to be picked up. Um, and it was going to take too long. So he ordered it somewhere else or he went to a store and he went and picked it up. Um, he never went and got his switch from Toys R Us. Um, and, and he canceled the order. They still charged his card. So he bought a switch. Then they, 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 uh, charged him for a switch. He never picked up. And, then the same day here on the news that that Toys R Us was closing like in a few days. Oh man. So he's like, what do I do? He got it all figured out, went to the Toys R Us. It was some weird thing where they didn't have the skew because he didn't have it, but yet it came off. Basically their system said he picked it up. I don't know. It was some weird thing anyway. Um, so he's been really into the switch right now. Long story short, uh, really into rocket league. That's his favorite game on the system. Yeah. Um, which is a ton of fun. I've been playing a lot of Rocket League with him in it. Um, it is it's 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 a such a fun game to kind of like to play with other people. It's it's really cool. So these kind of games like Mario Tennis uh, and Mario Kart and, and Rocket League, a blast to play. They just kind of need to figure out their online structuring a little bit more. Which hopefully, which I am without a shadow of a doubt positive, we'll hear at E three. Oh, yeah. I think E3 is going to be mostly about their online s- support because a lot of the game's coming out this year. Um, they they talked about WarioWare Gold, which is on the 3DS, I believe. I don't think it was for the Switch. Was it? Was, Wario, um, was they, WarioWare not for Switch? I thought it was. Maybe, I mean, maybe... I, I could have sworn that was in the 3DS segment. It, it may have but, been. Um, I, I got them a little blurred, like which was for which... Yeah, it's saying here the 3DS. Okay. It's going to be out on it, um, which is just a bunch of uh, micro mini games, uh, which WarioWare has its, its loyal fans. <laughs> so, um, But uh, Okami HD is coming out for the Switch, and um, Splatoon 2 DLC Octo Path Traveler. No, I'm just kidding. That's a different game. But Octo <laughs> something, and it's a single-player DLC. <laughs> Um, and it's story. It's yeah. It's it's single player story driven kind of uh, DLC, which is really cool. Yeah, and they had um, like there was a whole bunch of of other little kind of stuff that they got thrown out. Um, they did a a whole bit on the next Mario and Luigi game for 3DS, um, which I have yes. not. I, I just I don't follow them. Uh, I'm sorry. No. Um, the one either. thing that yeah. that I really loved, and it made me happy that I still have my 3DS, is the Luigi's Mansion remake. Because I freaking love that game so much. Yeah, I never got into them. Ah, um, I love it. I love yeah. It. The, but uh, it's a... It's a yeah, it's a, it's an RPG game, right? It's the it's Mario and Luigi. It's basically Mario RPG, but the next version of it, right? Uh... Like, don't you walk around with you and Luigi and you have to... Oh, what are we... T- we still talked about uh, Mario and Luigi? Yeah. Oh, I sorry. I I, I went on to something else. <laughs> oh, 
Did my mind just go blank there for a second? I, Wait I a don't. Second. I don't know. I thought. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you're okay. My bad. Holy shit. I'm sorry. You're talking <laughs> about Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. No, I had because like I had talked about. I'd mentioned Mario and Luigi, and then I just kind of jumped over it, and I, I. I don't know. I don't oh, know what my happened. Bad. <laughs> no, that's all right. Yeah. No, you're sorry. You, no, you're right uh, about about Mario and Luigi. Like they're kind of Paper Mario-y, like that kind of mm-hmm. RPG style. Um, they've always looked yeah. cool, but I've just never, I've never really been into them. Yeah, no, me either. Uh, but you're saying Luigi Mansion, that's the one you're excited about, the remake for I'm, that. I am super stoked for that. I love that game. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never played that. Uh, I saw it, that was for the, originally on the GameCube, right? It was a launch title for GameCube, yeah. Yes, and then it was on the DS, if I'm not, there, if I remember. I, I think there was a port for the DS and I'm sure there was a I think there was something for the Wii or Wii U I want to say okay and there was a sequel okay. what there was a sequel for the 3DS uh, uh okay. yeah uh Dark Moon that came out for for That's uh, 3DS now they did also announce on the Switch um Luigi's Mansion DLC oh for real which is cool yeah Interesting. I totally missed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Luigi's getting some um, DLC for the Mario stuff. Nice. Which would be cool. Uh, they talked about uh, yeah. the fractured butt hole is coming to the Switch. <laughs> That's awesome. That's soon, too, right? It's like April? April uh, 24th, yeah. Yes. Is that yeah. uh, the Crash Remastered Trilogy is coming out uh, in July? Mm-hmm. Um, there was something. There was one other thing. Um, oh, the uh, the... I saw someone. Go for it. No, no, no. Sorry, to interrupt you. I, mean, I saw something funny on Twitter the other day. It was like, what console wars when it had all these? It had Crash and uh, Sonic and these Nintendo games all on the same console and and Minecraft and my, a Microsoft game. It was like console wars, you know, what about them? It's all on the Switch. <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> They're not lit. They're not wrong. Yeah. Um, oh. There was a uh, uh, Hyrule Warriors, the definitive edition. That was fun. I I enjoyed that game cuz I'm I like the themed I'm weird cuz I like the themed Dynasty Warriors game, but I don't like the actual Dynasty yeah. Warriors games. Right, right. I'd love a Star Wars one. I'd eat that up. That would be awesome. Well, because the because uh the that was like the original Battlefront was kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was you know kill yeah. and it was capture and hold with with waves of enemies. Like that was the original Battlefront. Right. Yeah. That. No. I. I. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, that that would be fun. That would, would be really fun. Like really just would. a massive battlefield of droids, and you run in there with your lightsaber and just mow them down. Yeah, and they they kind of did like there's a little of that in some of the the offline arcade in Battlefront Two, but it's not, you know, it's not that right, right. But uh, and then at the oh, yeah. end, they decided to drop a. You know, uh, what I think some people would call an a completely expected but still giant bombshell. Oh yeah. The uh, they dropped Super Smash Brothers, a yeah. new Super Smash Brothers game. 
which is crazy. I like how they announced it. I liked how it was the Splatoon 2 people just kind of like shooting each other and then like suddenly a massive sun is there something shining down on them and it's the big Smash Brothers symbol. Yeah. Which was awesome. It was it was a pretty sweet um, trailer. Yeah. And a lot of people looked at and it showed like a tiny outline of shadows of characters and most people online have have you know already nailed down exactly what those are and uh some of the some of the characters they did like they showed the um the link from breath of the wild which was cool nice uh so yeah so um and i think the guy who made the smash brother games before the last one the guy who made them all except for the last one is back on it making it okay i don't have his name in front of me yeah, sorry, but the guy who made like <laughs> the ones before that, um, he's back on working on it, which that's why a lot of people believe it's a brand new game because it's not the person from the last one. So, um, who, if you could pick one character that's not been in any Smash Brothers game to be in it, who would you pick? That hasn't been in any Smash Brothers game. Oh, um, that has not been in any Smash Brothers games. That has been on a it had the the I think they have to be on a Nintendo console, um. Uh, and yeah, I think that's really the only thing that has to be there. Uh, cause like solid snake. Was... Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they did the twin snakes on GameCube. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, uh, I mean, have, have the original metal gear that was on Nintendo. That's true. That's, that's very true. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, you started there. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you could put anyone on it. Uh, oh, I, you know, uh, I would want to see somebody else from Punch Out. Uh, I don't know. Well, you know they're gonna have the arms person on there. Yeah, I, that's I, gonna be that's gonna be a thing. But yeah, from, yeah. from Punch Out. Yeah, like Mike Tyson. Well, maybe not him, but you know, one of the, you know, just pick any any of the other fighters that there've been over the years. Like I like I think that would be kind of fun. Um, the number uh, one person I would want is Goku. It would be so perfect. Yeah, in a way, but I, you know, I would love it. I, Goku running around with a lightsaber in a level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. would be great. That's true. Going Super Saiyan, he's the he's been the number one requested that they haven't put on the list. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a shock. Go figure. Oh. Yeah, I mean, they have they literally have the biggest fighting game on the planet right now. So it would be smart if Nintendo figured out a way to get them on there but now dude the door's open they could put someone from from wolfenstein in there if they wanted to like the, put, I, the floodgates are open at this point put the doom guy on there put the doom guy on i'll, yeah. I'll pay for that yeah yeah you could have the doom guy on there you can have skyrim characters on there you can like it's it's so cool now the switch is getting all these games they're 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 uh their smash brothers could literally have anybody which is funny. I imagine the the, the guarantees are going to be Shovel Knight. He's going to be on there. Oh sure. Uh, the arms pull, the Splatoon, obviously. Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking. Uh. You get uh Funky Kong on there. That'd be pretty cool. New Funky. Just rides in on a circle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be funky. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think Goku would probably be my pick. Uh, oh man! But 
it'd be interesting, mm-hmm. yeah, to see what they do because I know the the last one had a lot of fun surprise characters. Like that. I don't think anyone expected, uh, you know, the the duck hunt and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird pull, man. But they they stuck with it. I'll no. give them that. Um, and I found the uh, oh, yeah. I found the guy's name. It's Masahiro Sakurai. There you go. Yep. So he's back on it. Apparently, like <laughs> I saw, I heard on another podcast, he uh, ended up getting like a divorce and stuff <laughs> during it. Like it was just really bad time for him. So good to see that he's going back to it, though. Hopefully, it doesn't mess him up anymore. Um, but yeah, I can't imagine the pressure on somebody for a game like that all those characters to be balanced uh and nintendo fans are super critical of all of that oh Um, yeah because you know they all look at melee and they're like just do melee again you know um but anyway um but then yeah that was the nintendo direct so that was cool um this is the big the, the the big news was it's coming out this year. This is the big Christmas game for Nintendo. This is the reason. This is, this is another reason why I don't think Pokemon's coming out this year. Um, this will be the game that launches their online network. Um, I believe that at E3, uh, the reason why they announced it right now is because E3 is going to be the the. The big booth of that they're going to have is probably going to be Smash Brothers, and a lot of information about their characters, I imagine, is going to be there, and their online infrastructure, and hopefully they talk about their virtual console and stuff like that when it's launching. Um, but now we have a roadmap. This is roadmap to E3. We got now roadmap to WrestleMania. We are on a roadmap, pretty much. Um, <laughs> we got uh, we got some Call of Duty news. Uh, Black Ops 4 confirmed. Yeah, with an October 12th October release date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see how they put, like, the four bars there? Yes, God. Four one Roman numerals. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No, I just, I, uh, whatever. I'll pick it up. This is, you know, this will be, like, the last ones for me. I'll pick it up at Redbox. I'll play the campaign in the night and be mildly impressed and then bring it back. Like it's, but I've never played a Black Ops game. I they're good. the The story in Black Ops has been good, uh, which is a surprising thing for a Call of Duty game, at least f- from this kind of generation of them. They got better with Black Ops because everything was kind of sort of throwaway ish until Black Ops, and the story the story in Black Ops, at least the first one in particular, was really good. Um, the second one was a direct sequel uh, to that one. The third one just okay. kind of carried on in name only, if I remember right. It's been a while, but uh, but but the story has been fairly solid. Yeah, these were always Christmas presents to my brother. You know, always yeah. Call of Duty every year. I've go. seen the cases. I've <laughs> sat down and played them with him, but only for that like period of time, uh, and that's it. We cracked it open. You know, we play the game then I'd leave or whatever. But yeah, that that's as much as I played these games. So they all kind of go together. I know the black ops is like, it doesn't, it doesn't start in Vietnam, but then it jumps. And then like, you're eventually in the future. By the end of the third one. Yeah. Kind of like it's because okay. the, the first, and I, and I, cause I can't quite, I, cause black, the first black ops is more like Vietnam cold war ish. And the second one takes place 
like 30 years after that one and everybody's kind of old and you're catching up with some of the same people but it's still future tech-ish and if I remember correctly the third one is a little more future techy. it's not like infinite warfare or whatever it was which was like all space and right. super future tech but it was more was was black ops 3 the one with kevin spacey i think um was it i don't know re- i don't remember kevin spacey was infinite warfare i think was he infinite warfare i thought he might have been black or ops advanced 3. warfare was it advanced? That one it might be. No? Yes? He was advanced warfare. Okay, so Kevin then Spacey. I don't remember what advanced the hell Black warfare. Ops 3 was uh, at all. So I, I could tell you. Um, but there... The, the thing was, they got... They oh, did... Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart was the was the one in... Okay. It was Kevin Hart that was in Black Ops Okay, I'd, I'd take your word for I'm it. I'm just kidding. Completely made that up. <laughs> I Dude, I he might have been in the ads for it. I'm pretty sure he... I'm serious. Like I think he was in an ad for, for one of them somewhere. I don't know. Maybe. It's entirely possible. It's it's bla- it's it's Call of Duty. They do crazy shit like that all the time, so who knows. Um, right. Black Ops 3 was... Yeah, it was very... Okay, this was like the drone-heavy one. That's what it was. It was like robotics and drones right. and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So there was that. Um, but yeah, this. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, the stories have been. The stories for the first two were really good. Um, the third one was okay. Um, but given yeah. given that they, you know, and then they did Infinite Warfare, which went like super future tech, and everybody went whoa, 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 whoa. So then we got mm-hmm. World War Two and. Uh, it was like okay, now we're now we're we're back. Now we're back to like being very cinematic and being very, you know, very big, very epic. While still, the the World War Two story was phenomenal. Like that story mode was incredible, yeah. and I loved it to, de- to death. I really did. Um, so if Black Ops Four is anything even close to being like that, I'm in. You know, sign me up. Right. Uh, I'll still never right. touch the multiplayer because I really don't care. But yeah, yeah, no, it's yeah, it's Call of Duty. So um, I've actually really enjoyed the multiplayer with the um, World War Two, but that time is coming past though because now Monster Hunter's here. Um, but uh, for when I was into it, I was into it. It's fun. There you go. Uh, so this might be another one where, like you said, I'll red box it or something. I'm not probably not going to pick it up because I'm not. I don't know anything about the story, so I'll just be completely lost. Um, some huge news this week, which is crazy. Have you have you been seeing the news about parents and Fortnite, and they just don't understand it? No. Okay, so this is, you know, we don't know too many teenagers because we're not teenagers, right? Right. But Fortnite is the biggest game on the planet right now. Four hundred. No, what was it? Forty million uh, people are playing it, or whatever. Some crazy number. They've 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 surpassed battlegrounds, uh, player unknown battlegrounds at this point. Okay. There's a lot of factors involved in that because a, it's on console. I'm sorry, a, it's free. B, it's on console. So right there, you have such a big audience um, that is going to surpass anything on PC. Um, 
and kids, teenagers are loving this. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've talked to people with their, their teachers. It's all the kids in school. That's all they're talking about. Everything is Fortnite. You walk into a classroom, that's all they're talking about. Fortnite is the biggest game on the planet right now. And whenever something like this happens, parents freak out because they can't get their kids to do schoolwork. Oh, they can't th- get their kids to do their homework. They can't. All their kid wants to do is play video games. And you, see, you know, it's go on YouTube. It's every morning show in the UK and America. Good morning, America. <laughs> uh, how to prevent your kid from becoming obsessed, essentially. Oh, um, it's one of those. It's one of those like Pokemon things where it's like, my kid doesn't want to do anything else with me except play Fortnite. And it's one of those obvious things like, well, make things interesting. Like, you know, do stuff with your kid that's interesting, you know, <laughs> um, and, and set boundaries and stuff like that. But, uh, uh, it is the biggest game on the planet right now. It, it's what everybody is talking about outside. The, you know, it's funny because our bubble has kind of moved on from Fortnite. You know what I mean? We were on, we're on, uh, uh, you know, we're playing Monster Hunter or you know something else. It was one of those things that came and went. I still like Fortnite every once in a while, but it is massive right now with kids. Right. Um, which is another reason why. They have announced that is coming out on uh, mobile. It's coming out on iOS and Android, and it will have cross-play between Xbox One, PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. Everything um, except Switch and PS4, pretty much. Exactly, yeah. Uh, well, it's not out on the Switch yet. Exactly. It hasn't been announced yet, but we know that's coming. Yeah, and it um, will... That has to be coming. Right, and that will have cross-play with everything else, I guarantee you. I don't know. Nintendo's very weird about Rocket it too. League. Rocket League is crossplay on everything. So is Minecraft. Is 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 it crossplay play on the on the Switch? I don't know. Well, let me say this. I don't know if Rocket League is, but I know Minecraft is because they made a big deal out of that. Oh, they did. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I know Nintendo's very particular about their the kids playing and mixing it up because they they have no control when it comes to other. Well, that's Sony's you know, if someone's excuse. harassing you, they can't block an Xbox player. You know what I mean? They can't block a PlayStation players. That's what, that's what PlayStation has been using as an excuse, which yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. It's an excuse. PlayStation has egg on their face right now. Um, yeah. you know, it looks bad for them when Microsoft's like, Hey, we want to like, we would love for everyone to play with each other. And PlayStation's like, no, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, which sucks. Um, I, I I'll probably, I'll play this on Iowa. I, I, I imagine Apple is fucking through the roof that this is coming to iOS. And the thing is, it's not like it's not like a standalone thing. It's not like a side thing. Like it is verbatim the game on the on the on the iPhone. It's the controls are obviously different. Um, it, you have things on the screen. You have to tap. It's not how I will be playing the game. I'll probably load it up just to test it out. Um but I imagine this is going to be massive on, on, on those systems, on those ecosystems. Yeah. Um, it also will probably open it up for a lot of cheating too, which will be an issue, especially since it's cross play. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they're going to combat that. It's going to be real interesting to see how this plays out. But this is kind of one of the first, I don't think it's, this has ever been done except maybe Minecraft. Yeah, I think But that's... I think Minecraft Mobile is not compatible with PC either. Really? I don't think it carries over, does it? I think it's in its own space. 
Uh, let me let me look into that because I thought it was. Maybe, maybe yeah, we're probably the wrong people to talk about that because that's just <laughs> not our. That's not what we do. But yeah. um, to me, this is one of the biggest ones, except for Minecraft. If Minecraft did it. Um, I know that they put they basically put Minecraft on iOS and Android, but it was a smaller experience. The world could not it was not as massive as it was when you did it on PC. So I I don't maybe there is cross save. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but this is huge. This is it's it cross plays on everything. From what I'm seeing, oh Ex- that that Xbox okay, One so there, PC iOS Android yeah everywhere. Okay, so they're taking a note right out of that, and that—that's the way you got to do it. I—I—I I, I have to imagine the people at Battleground, player and Battlegrounds, are like, "How do we get this out now?" Because they have a mobile game out in China, but it's not out here yet. Yeah. So this is crazy. This is nuts to have that kind of game on the go, which just makes me want to play it. All. I would play this all day on the Switch. I would be in Fortnite all day on the Switch because that—that's <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um. To, to run around and know you might be killing and shooting, well, not killing, but you'd be shooting someone uh, on the Switch. And the thing is, the, the, all the back all the backlash about this game is because kids are obsessed with it. Um, the, the good thing Fortnite has going for it is it's very cartoony. There's no blood. Yeah. When you shoot somebody and they die, they fall to the ground, and then that's it. There's there's no gore. It's very, very Pixar-looking. Uh and you know they have like the mallets and stuff like that now and the outfits and whatnot right it's it's more saturday morning cartoon than it is like doom for example like it's exactly uh. oh yeah now one thing i thought was crazy is have you been uh have you seen any of the news about the twitch streamer ninja I, I, you know, I want to say that i might have seen a headline but just gone past it because it does sound familiar well, what 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 was so big is he has hit three million followers on Twitch. He has over a hundred thousand subscribers. That means they are paying no less than five dollars. Some of them are paying twenty five dollars uh, a month. A month. So do the math with that. How much he's making? You know, yeah. and of course Twitch is going to take a part of that. Um, right. And then don't you know, forget some some articles said that so, something to keep in mind. Everybody who makes money off of YouTube or Twitch or something like that, that money is not taxed. So when tax season rolls right. around, you don't get a refund; you get a bill. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, they said he will make no less than two hundred and fifty thousand dollars per month. Jesus, that's he's just a kid. That's three million a year. Yeah. God. Yeah. And he's just playing Fortnite, having having a blast. <laughs> How crazy is that? Man, we're in the wrong business. Yeah, <laughs> you're telling me. Oh man, it's it's nuts. He's 26 years old. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. Apparently, he's a super cool kid. He's not like um, he's not like Jake Paul or any of those. Like, he's not outrageous from what I can see. Uh, he's just a kid that likes to play Fortnite. I don't know. How how many so, pa- how many parents are looking so stupid now because, you know, what did our generation here growing up? You know, where well, you can't make a living playing video games. 
kids, yeah. these kids, oh, yeah. the people today on Twitch are making way more bank. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's depressing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's apparently a good kid, too. Like, he, he does, um, he does charity for, uh, I guess, one of his longtime friends uh, committed suicide. So he always does charities uh, to suicide prevention and stuff like that. And he raised like 10 grand for a woman he knew has breast cancer. Apparently he's a really good kid. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm happy to hear when good people are getting crazy rich off Twitter and YouTube and stuff and not just nightmare people. So, um, but that's, you know, dude, that's, PUBG and Fortnite are just these mammoths right now. I'm, I, it's, it's only going to be a year, I think, before all of the big dogs get involved and start and start uh, putting their dicks on the table with the Call of Duty version of this, or the Battlefront version of this, you know, or the Battlegrounds version. Or I'm getting lost in my games now, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> they all sound similar. But I, I'm, 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 I want to know when Ubisoft is going to be doing this. You know, it's, it's all coming. I imagine Division Two is going to have a mode like that. They would be stupid if they didn't, because that just kind of, it's kind of perfect for that kind of mode. Yeah, where you drop a hundred people off. Um, I've been playing. If I could talk about it real fast, I've been playing this game on uh, Steam. I don't know why I didn't talk about this at the beginning of the. The, the podcast that I got this week called Warhammer Vermintide 2. Have you heard of it? I The first one is free on uh, on Xbox Game Pass, so I'm a little familiar with it. Oh, I've never played this before. I, I, I Now, I'm familiar with the Warhammer universe um, because in Total War Warhammer, the rats are a playable race, and they're just crazy. They come out of nowhere, they go nuts, and they just eat everything. Yeah. Um. So this is kind of like a Left for Dead with you and three other people, and there's a whole bunch of different classes, and every class have three subclasses. So the way that it's very much like Destiny, the way they do that stuff, uh, and you have gear, you gear up everything, you gear up your weapons, you gear up your gear that you're wearing, um, and it's very much a you know you try to get a higher number every time you go in there so you can get higher level gear and weapons and whatnot. Um, and it's a ton of fun. It is a blast when you have 80 rats coming at you and you're, you're yelling at them to get over here and go over here. And, uh, it's very much like left for dead. Um, I would love to play with other people that I know, <laughs> but I don't know anyone that has the game. Um, uh, so it's just been with strangers and stuff like that, but man, has it been fun. It is, is a really fun game. So if you have Warhammer Vermintide, hit me up, hit me up, um, on, on steam, uh, it's Addy Adam. I would love to play with you. Um, but man, it's just, it's it's a really fun game. So if you have Steam, go look at the YouTube videos. Go watch a few Giant Bomb clips. See if it's something you'd like. Um, and it's I think it's it's thirty. Yeah, it was thirty dollars, like half of a game price. And it's just a ton of fun. It's really cool. Nice. Uh, it feels like very Lord of the Ring moments when like you hear the horn break and then all the undead start crawling up from the ground and and from the <laughs> ceiling. And if you have a really good computer, it looks insane. It should be hitting uh, PlayStation Xbox later this year. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fun. All right. So uh, speaking of Division 2 that we were talking about earlier, um, Ubisoft announced uh, – the uh, premiere will be at E3, so we're going to be getting Division Two, which is cool. Uh, I know a ton of people who still play that game. Who, I do too, and who swear that they yeah. turned it around. They're like, it got so much better, and I'm like, okay, I'm happy for you. Uh, 
I don't. Right. I, I would be totally lost going into it. Yeah. I, I. That's my thing of like, I only need to be burned once. If it's like, oh, this game at launch really sucked. And if I, and here's the thing, if I'm dumb enough to get it at launch and get burned by it, I, then I, I'm not going back. But usually with games like this, I should by now have enough sense to not get it at launch because I know this is exactly what's going to happen. It's going to have problems yeah. day one. And then like a month later or two months later, they're all going to be fixed and it's going to be great. And that's when you should jump into it. But I, I forget. Well, the, the problem with this is it was like a year later when yeah. they finally got their stuff together yeah. and they started introducing free modes and all this other stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. These kind of big games, I, you know, I was burned with destiny Two enough to never jump in that much again. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, with those kind of games, the division I was really burned because I just was not interested in it at all. Because I thought, well, this just, I did not like the premise. I did not like the the gameplay. I did not like the bullet spongy stuff. Um, I'm definitely interested to see what they have because Ubisoft has has to me really turned around in the last year True. with the stuff they've been putting out. It seems like they've been listening. They 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 held off with Assassin's Creed. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the, the, the South Park game was amazing. Um, uh, the, the, the Nintendo game uh, with the rabbits was amazing. It looks like they're really paying attention to what people want. And so I have to imagine Division 2, it's got to have a Battle Royale mode. There's, they would be just insane not to have that. And it's got to be more, the setting just needs to be more interesting for me uh, yeah, that's to fair. get into it, which they could totally do. Yeah. No, and they've look. I mean, I imagine open up. Yeah, Ubisoft. Like I've got Ubisoft's back ever since they they started their their fight against the takeover from Vivendi. Like I've I've always had their back on that. And then to see what they've done, like you've been talking about with the with the software angle. And I mean, you know, we've got Far Cry Five coming out in what two weeks? Yeah. And you know, I'm just and like they they listen to people. Look how fun the DLC looks. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm in I'm t- I I believe it I'm I'm yeah. I'm behind them and it looks like they they are turning it around themselves and watching go back to watching their E3 last year it was a defiant like almost rebellion kind of statement at the end like they mm-hmm. like they showed like no we're here to fight and I'll be damned if they haven't incorporated that into their games and and put out some tremendous product in the last year so I'm. I'm I'm on board for whatever Ubisoft wants to do yet. Absolutely, I agree. Um, we got um. So speaking of Ubisoft, we got mm-hmm. some Splinter Cell uh, information listing on a- Amazon Canada outs the game for 2018. That wait, that's Ubisoft too, right? Yeah, yeah, it's also Ubisoft. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. Maybe we'll hear it at E3. Yeah. What's the- going on with the? The last one that we had was uh, what was it? Shadow, whatever it was, and that's been that's been a long time. That's been seven years, six seven years, I think. Now that was an Xbox only game, correct? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's probably why I didn't never I've never played it. <laughs> yeah, it looked amazing. I never like I came to the party too late to to pick it up but it looked really fun if it's ever something that's like a free it's hell it's probably been a free games for gold game at some point but oh uh, probably 
yeah, if it comes back around, like I'll definitely pick it up. Oh yeah. Um, we got some EA news. Uh, Warner Brothers Interactive titles coming to act to Origins Access, which is really cool. Uh, this is something I have on my PC, man. It's five bucks a month. Um, when I first got my PC, this was like, okay, I'm broke now. Um, need to <laughs> need to uh to 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 play some cool games where I don't have to. And this was a great program because it was like you put five bucks down and you get all these games you can try out. Uh, so to see that a lot of their Batman games, the Arkham games, the Lego games, uh, the Witness, um, which is f- fucking phenomenal. If you've never played the Witness. I don't care if you don't have a PlayStation or Xbox because it's on iOS. It's on Android. Go play The Witness. It's a it's it's a really good puzzle game. Yeah, um, which is awesome. Uh, Wasteland Two. That's really cool. Um, you know what game I started up this week just for shits and giggles? What? Um, the Sims Four. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I created me in the game. Uh, I didn't do much with it, but it was fun just to just to create it. And I don't know. I, I I've been listening to too much Giant Bomb. I watched their uh, Thirteen Deadly Sins, where they Abby Russell created all the Giant Bomb, um, uh, the people who work for the company, and they put them in one house. And then like each episode, they draw a name out of a hat, and then they draw. An, out of another hat that has uh, 13 different ways to kill and so like the, they're, 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 they have to kill that character you know by steam or something like that oh, or comedy or whatever so I thought well that'd be fun I'll just create a bunch of characters I couldn't get I couldn't figure out how to make more than one sim so I stopped I was like alright I'm good but man he looks like me just to a T nice <laughs> yeah um, got some other uh, video game news here uh, but I'll let you take it. Yeah, Blue Point Games, who's been doing like all the remakes lately. Um, somebody asked him, like, "Oh, so is your next, like, is your next thing going to be an IP or what's going on?" And uh, the uh, the president of the company, Marco Thrush, said, "Yeah, that would be cool, but our next thing is going to be another remake, uh, and apparently it's going to be something that's larger in scope than Shadow of the Colossus." Now, what do you think that means? I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of like what, because it because they're all PlayStation games. So what like what PlayStation game are they gonna remake that's bigger in scope than that? And I the only thing I keep coming it's to be an RPG. Uh, well, yeah, that's true. But which like what would it be? You know. Well, if they weren't making another Final Fantasy, I was going to say Final Fantasies. You know, if they weren't making Final Fantasy VII, I would say, oh, they'd be, you know, they'd be work on that. But uh, I don't know, man. That's I. Uh... I keep thinking Guns of the Patriots. I think we get a Metal Gear Solid Four upgrade. Oh, that's that's what I'm thinking because that's a big like that was a huge game when it came out. And it's still... But that already came out on the PlayStation 4. We didn't get a an HD version of that. Metal Gear Solid 4, I believe, is on PlayStation 4. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. No. When? No? I don't think so. Didn't, didn't they re-release it on PlayStation 4? I, I'm gonna look, but I don't think so. Um... I'm sure we can find I'll, out real fast. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna look this up because I don't I don't uh, think so. Yeah, no, you're right. PlayStation Three. I don't see a PlayStation Four. I thought that was 
I thought that was one of like the first ones they did on PlayStation Four, but you're right. I, I don't think it is. No, it was a it was just a a, a PS3 title. Ah, okay. Yeah, that would be massive. Yeah, I think that that's. Would be absolutely I, th- I think that's it. Because um, they did do like a Metal Gear. They did they did remaster some of them, uh, and that came out on PS4. Mm. But I think that four is oh. the only one that hasn't been, and so I mean it's because I mean that the install for that was insane. I remember it was a it was a giant install, and and even today it would still be huge. Yeah, uh, I never played it. I, it was good. It was it's very cinematic. It's very very right. cutscene heavy. Um, it's not a game. It's it's basically an interactive movie, pretty much. Um, Right. But it would sell. It would absolutely sell. Um, and that's... Oh, yeah. So you have to know that going in. You have to know, like, you're buying... You're buying a, a, a very long, like, 12, 13-hour movie with a handful of interactive bits thrown in. You, you, you've okay. got to know that going in. But being a fan of the series, it was so worth it. It was absolutely, completely worth it. No question. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got to check that out. Yeah. No, it's it was it was awesome and I loved it. It's not it's not something that everybody's going to pick up. This is not one that's going to be, you know, cuz Shadow it's it's kind of the opposite of Shadow of the Colossus in the sense of like Shadow of the Colossus mm-hmm. is all it's it's small gameplay in the sense of like it's very limited but it's all very direct. Like, it's giant scope, but it's all gameplay. Uh, Mm -hmm. Guns of the Patriots is giant scope, and it's mostly cutscenes. So it's... Oh, okay. It's a little opposite in that that respect. Um, And it's definitely worth... worth, It is worth mentioning that it is way, way more cutscene than video game. And some people didn't like that and thought, you know, it's like, well, I didn't pay for this. And it's a valid point. It's a completely valid point, And I understand it. I just personally didn't care. That's just me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't mind it. I, I like that actually. Yeah. As long as it's good story. It know? is. Oh, it's so good. I was just looking at the chronology and it's it, guns of the Patriots. Apparently takes place in 2014. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's, I love uh, metal. Love... Gear rising. Yeah. When does uh when does Rising take place? 2018. Yeah, figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. <sighs> I just oh man. They, they, I'm shocked. Well, I guess they could never do it though, right? They uh, I'm just I was going to say it would be awesome if Kojima could talk to Del Toro and just make a Metal Gear movie, but it, it Konami would never have that. Yeah, no, it's since, since they own the franchise. Yeah, it would have to be, and I as long as Konami keeps making something with the Metal Gear name on it, then then they hang on to the rights. Like it's it's kind of like it's kind of right. like Sony and Spider Man. Like that was why they made the right. reboot because they had to to avoid losing the rights, and then right, and they'll make. Plinko machines forever oh, yeah. with that. Yeah, they'll slap its name on something and they'll say, we're still doing this. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here, you go ahead and take this next big news. This is awesome. Yeah, damn you, Patrick Rothfuss, for putting this out here. Uh, 
in a good way, because this is a fantastic way to look at this. Um, he was at Emerald City Comic Con this past week. I think it was. I think it was this past week. Maybe it was a week before, and uh, was talking about book three, um, which I, which we'll get at some point. We'll get it when it's done. Um, but trust me, I'm as impatient as anybody else. But you know, writers. Um, but the thing that he said, somebody asked him, like, is there anything in these books that you feel bad about, or some question to that effect? And what he said was. I kind of feel bad that I've tricked so many people into reading a million word prologue. And what he, oh, wow. what he meant by that, uh, and it's no, you know, you find out very early in the first book, so this is not spoilery, that basically what happened is that Quoth broke the world. Like everything right. he talks about right up front, the, the war that's going on, all of these problems, everything that's kind of gone wrong in the world is his fault. And what this sounds right. to me like is that this trilogy isn't going to end with Quoth fixing everything. It's going to end with him saying, okay, and now you're up to date on how I screwed everything up. And then everything, right. and, and it's just going to set up, here's how the world is now. Yeah. So that that's awesome. So that whatever projects <laughs> they do in the future, it's like now we know what the world is and and you know have fun. That that to me is brilliant and insane and ridiculous and I love it. I absolutely love it. The idea that this what is a genuinely epic story is all just set up. It's mm-hmm. it's insane. It's absolutely crazy that here's here's this guy's story. And, and in that sense, it will be a complete narrative. Here is this guy's life. Right. Okay, great. It's, it's that life, but it's in the context of this grander thing that we've now set the stage for. And that's, that right. was tremendous. I was like, oh my god, they're going to do this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait. We just got to get that third book. He's, he's working on it. He's We're going to be it. 80 years old when he's like, well, okay, I'm starting the new trilogy. Uh, you know, book four next year. Oh, book man. Four. Yeah. Think about what has happened in the world since that second book. Well, it's been 10 years <laughs> since the first one. It's been 10 yeah. years since The Name of the Wind. That's, in, that's, that's oh, madness. That's just genuine madness. Yeah, that's crazy. He needs to get it together. I hey man, it's <laughs> look man. Writing is not that easy. No, oh, I know, I know. But maybe log off of uh, uh, <laughs> the, the I don't know what, what what was that game he was playing? Uh, Fallout got, a little bit. Well, but yeah, but he's moved on <laughs> from Fallout since. He's like the third game past Fallout that he's doing now. I don't even remember anymore. Oh, uh, okay. He's just, yeah, he's probably on Fortnite, all those kids. I, hey, you <laughs> yeah, know what? He might be. Kidding. He might be. He might just be creating a treehouse in Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I wouldn't put it past him. Man, that's... I wouldn't yeah. put it past him. <laughs> that's funny. Well, we kind of ran out of time. We still got a lot to talk about. Um, I will see Rebels the rest of it, the last half of the season. I probably won't shut up about it next week. Good, I hope not, Um, because it's a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah. Rebels we'll talk about. Annihilation I'll be able to see. Jessica Jones I'm going to try and get through. That will be my pushing it. (laughs) If I I can squeeze it in, I will try my best to get Jessica Jones in. Um, 
and we'll talk a little bit about Fastlane, and we'll be closer to WrestleMania. It looks like we have kind of our roadmap. We know kind of what matches are going to happen. Do you think Braun Strowman is just going to be going in as one team? I hope so. I hope so, so much. I hope it yeah, really that, is that, the team of Braun Strowman and these hands against the bar. I really do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. And these hands. I was kind of hoping it'd be Alexa Bliss, too, with him. That would be such a great tag team. I, what but she's going to, you know, her yeah. and Nia Jax. Are what I'm worried that they're going to do is put Elias with him because that's how the bar started was Sheamus and Cesaro uh, beat the hell out of each other and didn't like each other, and then they got stuck as a tag team, and now here they are. Um, so that's why I don't want it to be Elias, because we've seen that. We've seen that literally in the people that they're facing. Uh, I just want it to be Braun. Uh, that's that's what I want. I, I'm two minds of that. I agree. I 100% just want it to be just Braun. But at the other, I want Elias to host the show. Yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. Have him just sing songs and get randomly beat up. Uh, I forgot who said that. Maybe, was it you that told me that? That would be funny. I forget. But I think I heard someone say that would be funny if Elias just hosted the show. Yeah. And he got chased around by Braun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, we'll talk all about that next week. Um, we'll have some more to talk about with it as well. So, um, But yeah, uh, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast. Make sure you go to our uh, – Make sure you go to our Facebook group, We Geek Podcast, our Twitter, at We Geek Podcast, at the Logan Witt, at Adam Estep. Uh, make sure you go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. We, uh, we put up the videos uh, every week there. Um, give us a review on iTunes and shoot us an email at uh, wegeekpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll talk about back a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows uh, uh, that are coming up. And until next week, Captain. Captain. Captain.